0: Hallelujah! So, uh, I'm going to get a little help there, but praise the Lord. I am so excited about what God is doing in and through Christian Embassy, what He's called us to do. And uh, we're going to pick up on what we were talking about last Wednesday night with territorial breakthrough, because I believe God is, is raising up a people and we, He's called us to see if we will be, we'll be obedient to do it, where He'll raise us up to break through in this territory that we might start seeing a supernatural manifest of the power of God like like we've not seen in a long time. You see, a lot of people said, ah, the waves of God come and they go, and it's all dependent on the sovereignty of God. But what we're finding the Scripture teaches us is that we have a responsibility and we can participate in uh, initiation and ushering in the move of God. And let me tell you what, there's some of you here right now that need a miracle from God. There's some of you here right now that need to see a breakthrough in your life, in your finances, in a relationship, in your physical body. And God's a miracle-working God. God is a supernatural God. We've seen it, we've witnessed it, we testify about it. And and I don't believe God wants us to sit on the sidelines and say, well, if it's something God wants, then He's going to do it when we see in the Scripture that there is a pattern that we can participate in that can break a territory open for the supernatural manifest of heaven on earth. And we need to see some heaven manifested on earth. I'm praying before you leave here tonight that we can see a miracle of manifestation in such a way that only God gets the glory. Only God gets the praise. There's records. I was Like I was telling Brother David the other day, I said, there's so many records he's got that, that there's no doubt, there is no argument when the healing is manifested in his life, nobody can say that he was putting on. Nobody can say he was faking it. Nobody can take away the glory of God because let me tell you what, and there's others of you right now and those that are tuned in, you need a miracle from God. Well, God says that we can participate in the initiation of opening up a territory for the supernatural move of God. And I want to pick up on that, and then we're going to pray. We're going to pray. I want to get your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I want your faith to rise up. I want your faith to wake up. There's folks here tonight who are dependent on your faith. We are up to participate in setting the atmosphere in the right way for territorial breakthrough. We were talking last uh, Wednesday night about how God responds to these three things. He responds to an atmosphere of faith. So we got to hear the word. That's, I asked Brother David, I said, can you, can you hang in there till we preach the word tonight? We got praise and worship, we got the word, we got declaration and proclamation, and we're going to have faith and we're going to pray. And he, and he gave me his thumbs up. I said, let's do it, let's do it. Praise God. So God responds to an atmosphere of faith. That means the enemy is fighting us with unbelief. That means right now the enemy is doing everything he can to get you not to believe God, not to believe his word, to believe the day of miracles is over, to believe the day of God moving and ministering in and through a person's life and bringing them up and raising them up to a call that he has on them is all over. Well, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Let's call him out for who he is. We're not going to listen to him. We're going to listen to the word of God. And then the next thing we see God responds to is He responds to an atmosphere of praise and worship. How fitting it is to have our sweet teenagers that are, are just feel such a heart to, to worship, I just have such a heart to, to praise the Lord. They, they don't care if folks laugh at them. They don't care if folks uh, make fun of them. They said, you know what? God deserves the praise. And, I, and they wanted to leave tonight, and I said, go for it, go for it. Because God responds to an atmosphere of praise and worship but that means the enemy is trying to bring in bondage and restraint. He's trying to act, make you all cold and all. Now I don't praise that way. I don't lift my hands. You don't need all that. Don't need all that shouting. Don't need all that. Well, let me tell you what the Bible tells us in great description what God likes. And God says, I like it when you praise me, I like it when you shout. I like it when you lift up holy hands. I like it. He said, if you'll hold up your tongue, I'll have the rocks cry out because praise is going to come up. God likes us to sing. He likes us to worship. He tells us with all these instruments that we're to praise Him. Even with the dance, we're to praise Him. God has told us what He likes. He responds to an atmosphere of praise and worship. And if the enemy's trying to get you, oh, I'm all tired, or I'm all this, or I'm all that, you better shake yourself. You better shake yourself right now and say, you know what, I need God. I need God's presence moving in this place. I need God responding to an atmosphere that he's uh, conducive to him. And I have the responsibility to set it. Some people say, no, God's sovereign. He does what he wants. Well, why did he say, I've given all authority to you over all the power of the enemy, and whatsoever you bind on earth, is bound in heaven and whatsoever you loose on earth is loose in heaven he said if you'll do this then i'll do that sounds like to me he has called us to participate and to initiate here on earth to get a move of heaven to invade our lives and then we see as we saw last week god response to an atmosphere of unity Oh, where we come together not in agreement with something man is saying, because we can come together in agreement over a false doctrine. We can come together in agreement over something evil. But when we come into agreement with heaven, when we come into agreement with God's Word... When all of us come in agreement with what God has said, this is what God has said. God says, I've given you the authority over all the power of the enemy. we got to come in agreement with that. That means we're not backing down. If something is not responding, we're not going to back down. We're not going to give up. We're not going to say, well, it doesn't work anymore. We're going to say, no, I'm standing in agreement, and we need each other. We we find uh, exponential is released. That power is released when we come together with the truth of God's Word. But that means the enemy's going to come and try to cause disagreement. Ah, it does not work that way. Ah, I don't believe that. Ah, it didn't happen that way for me. Ah, I know somebody that had a different experience. Let me tell you what, we're not walking by sight, we're walking by faith. And faith is seeing what God says over what we see, so we can get what God says to invade and change what we see. But what we see can't change God, but God can change what we see. And that's why we need to pull by faith with the unity and agreement of heaven to see God do what God wants us wants to do in and through us territorial breakthrough church God is calling Christian embassies calling us to be a leader to be the spearhead and breaking through in this territory here in Hampton Roads for a mighty move of God for a mighty outpouring of God, for a mighty revival of God. It's what God is so desiring. We we were looking based in Acts chapter 8, verses 5 and following, and it says that Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and there they were in devastation. There they were in ruins. There they were in a hard time. There there was a lot of negative going on, but Philip went there and preached Christ to them. He went there and preached Christ to them. And in order for us to experience breakthrough, we got to first get the revelation we got to first have revelation. And Christ uh, is the anointing of the anointed one that Philip said, I'm not coming in my name and I'm not coming in uh, Paul's name. I'm coming in the name of Jesus to bring his anointing. Let me tell you what, the same anointing is here tonight. You are called Christians. You are the ones that carry the Christ, the Christos, the anointing. We are the body of Christ. He is the head. And we must not deny and we must not water down and we must not question what the anointing of God can do and when He's present and He is here. So Philip went down and brought Christ to them. He brought Christ into the midst of their crisis. We need to bring Christ in the midst of our crisis. The anointing, the Bible says, lifts every burden and destroys every yoke. Anybody got a burden tonight? Maybe you got a burden of physical sickness. Maybe you got a burden of relational brokenness. Maybe you got a burden of mental uh, distress. Maybe you got a burden of financial burden. Whatever it is, the anointing, when it comes, it lifts the burden and destroys the yoke. So Philip brought that anointing, that that burden lifting, yoke destroying anointing, and he proclaimed it over this city that was in distress. And what happened in verse 6? It says, the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip. They, They heard the word of God. I'm here to tell you, when you want to see a move of God, that environment where it's set for the mighty move of God and for God to do something, you're going to see a community that receives the revelation of God. I pray tonight here, this community of Christian Embassy, that we will be a community that receives the revelation of God because revelation is coming forth. And ple- people, when you, the revelation of God's Word comes, we believe God's Word, we receive God's Word, we give heed to God's Word, the territory begins to heat up. I pray the fire is being turned up tonight in this territory. When the word is heard, when the word is received, when the word is heated, then that territory begins to heat up and then miracles begin to follow. Miracles begin to manifest. See, nothing heats up a territory like miracles and we still serve a miracle-working God. Can somebody say amen? We still serve a miracle-working God. He is not labored. He is not tired. He is not aged out. He is not on retirement. We serve a miracle-working God. And as they heeded the Word, you're heeding the Word. Let's see, we're lining up right with the Scripture. I'm preaching Christ. I'm preaching the anointing of God that lifts burdens, destroys yokes. If you will heed the Word, hear the Word, receive the Word, let me tell you what, then then the power of God begins to heat up this territory within us. And then guess what verse 7 says? Unclean spirits begin to cry out with loud voices, they began to screech and holler they didn't like it they didn't like it when the fire of god gets to burning the devil doesn't like that at all and they came out of those who were possessed Those who were in bondage were set free. Those that were being held back were delivered. Hallelujah. And they came out and many of them, even who were paralyzed and lame, were healed. Healings began. People began to walk that couldn't walk. People began to talk that couldn't talk because of the miracle manifests of God. Because why? Philip brought Christ, brought the anointing. They heard the word received the word, believed the word, heated the word, the temperature of the Holy Ghost began to stir the fire of God and now the devil is running out the windows and running out the doors and screeching and with a loud voice and people are being healed, the Bible says. Hallelujah. When things begin to heat up, there will be demonic encounters. So don't you get freaked out. Don't you, if the devil starts screaming, we're going to tell him to shut up and get out. Okay, and he just got to go. He's got to go. And we don't have any pigs nearby to cast them into, so maybe we just run them down Centerville and let them get head-on collision with somebody. I don't know. But as long as there's no threat to the kingdom of darkness, everything's okay. Do you want to live like that? where you're in bondage and sickness and disease and pain and suffering and loss and and burden is dominating and nobody's contesting it. Nobody's challenging it. I'm telling you, we're in a war, folks. We're in a war. we got to wake up. The devil's trying to kill, steal, and destroy and Jesus says, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly but there's going to be a battle. There's going to be a battle. Let me tell you what. We've got to take it by force, the Bible says. we got to take it by force. So when you begin to push on territorial strongholds you are going to find out that principalities that have been ruling municipalities through the uh, personalities are going to start showing themselves ugly don't get caught up on the flesh and blood we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against these principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in a high place and you just put them in their place do you remember Acts 28 when Paul escaped that shipwreck, you remember that? And he gets on that island of Malta and the Bible says he's putting some wood on the fire. Man, I believe there's a, an analogy there the Lord is trying to show us. Here's the Apostle Paul in a distressed situation been shipwrecked, uh, took a piece of wood, floated, and got to the island. No telling the bruises and the and the battering he's got. Uh, he's gone through. It's one of those shipwrecks he talks about later on, with all the things that the enemy tried to do to destroy him. Some of you are shipwrecked. Some of you been floating out at sea. Some of you been knocked under. Some of you are in a bad place. But here, you got to take what Paul did when he got to the land. He says, "Okay, this may be a territory where they believe in false gods." This may be a territory where they deny my God, but that don't matter. i got to stir up some heat. i got to stir up some heat. And he's adding wood to the fire, and the Bible says a viper came out and latched hold of Paul. See, the serpent was always there and they, because they're cold-blooded animals. And they were fine and concealed as long and hidden and covered as long as everything's cool and cold. But when the fire gets heated up, let me tell you what, they start coming out. I'm telling you, I'm going to do what Paul did. I've already got biblical instructions that when the devil lashes out, when we start moving in the ministry of God and breaking through this territory to see the miracles of God manifested, we're going to stir up some devils, and when they start lashing out, we're going to shake them off. We're just going to shake them off just like Paul did. He shook them off. Hallelujah. See, people don't get delivered from demonic influences when they're in an atmosphere that is conducive and favorable for their demon. I'm telling you, there are spirits that are attacking us all the time. Some people say, well, I'm a Christian. I can't be demon-possessed. I'm not talking about demon possession. I'm talking about how the oppressive works of Satan is coming against the people of God, those fiery darts and those, those attacks and those things that he does. That's why when Jesus went to heal, he would cast out the spirit of infirmity. The Bible says he would cast out the spirit of infirmity and then he would heal them because the devil was trying to kill them. I'm telling you, the devil's trying to kill us. He's trying to take us down. But greater is he who was in us than he was in the world we got to hear that we got to believe that we got to have folks join with us and exercise authority in unity to put the devil out otherwise keep a conducive atmosphere for him he's going to hang out and you'll never even know he's there But you begin to produce an atmosphere that robs demonic influence of its atmosphere and of its power. And let me tell you what, you will see that that devil that tried to make you think he was so big and bad, that sickness, that disease that seemed incurable. Let me tell you what, when you change the atmosphere, when you get the devil out of his atmosphere into the atmosphere of God, things change. Kind of an example, you take a shark out of water, he ain't so big and bad swimming and catching you and taking you down because you took him out of his atmosphere. You take a bear and take him under the water, and that bear that normally, uh, that brown bear that normally doesn't do too well, it does really well on land but he doesn't do too well under the water where he can't breathe, but you hold him under long enough, and you'll find he starts panicking and trying to save his own life. He's not too interested in eating you anymore. When you take them out of their atmosphere, you you can defeat them. And that's what we got to do. we got to take the devil out of his atmosphere. How? By changing the atmosphere. By by ushering in the move of God, the Spirit of God, the Word of God, the love of God, the power of God, the anointing of God by preaching the word of God by declaring and making proclamation the word of God and getting the word on it let me tell you what the spirit is going to come and manifest in a mighty mighty way amen I'm telling you you go to fighting devils in an atmosphere of unbelief and an atmosphere of fear and no praise and no anointing and the devil's going to whip you He's going to whip you. You get into a a mindset of complaining and whining and always uh, worrying and always uh, doubting. Let me—the devil's going to win. That's his—that's his atmosphere. But you take somebody who is bound and you put them into an atmosphere of celebration and you put them into an atmosphere of faith and you put them into an atmosphere of praise and worship and you put them into an atmosphere that robs the demons of of their atmosphere. They say, I got to get out of here. I'm like a shark out of water. I'm like a bear in the water. I got to go. I cannot handle this atmosphere. When you rob the enemy of its atmosphere, it's got to go. The Bible says you can rob depression of its atmosphere. The Bible says in Isaiah 61 and 3, put on the garment of praise for what? For the spirit of heaviness. You want to get rid of the spirit? A spirit, a spirit, a spirit. See what I'm talking about? A spirit. Oh, don't get all, you know, there ain't no such thing as spirit. No, the devil's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's trying to do it with spirit. But let me tell you what, if there's a spirit of heaviness, you can change the atmosphere and the spirit of heaviness has to get out of there. How do you change the atmosphere you put on? It didn't say you feel it. It didn't say you wait till somebody comes and, 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 and encourages you. You've got to be a man or woman of faith So say, wait a minute, I've got to put on the garment of praise. I'm going to put it on. Whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to praise God. Whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to thank Him for my healing, thank Him for my deliverance, thank Him for my breakthrough, thank Him for my spouse, thank Him for my children, thank Him for salvation. I'm going to put on the spirit of praise, and guess what? That spirit of heaven, it says, I've got to go, got to go, got to go, got to go. You're getting too hot in here. I got to get out of here. Hallelujah. Oh, my, 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 my. We've got to understand our participation is so important. It is so important for us to participate in what God has called us to. I'm telling you, God is. got, He has freedom for us. He has territorial breakthrough for us, but we've got to act on the Word before we see the Word acting in our lives that's faith if you've got to wait till you see it that doesn't take faith faith more blessed is he jesus said that believes without seeing than he who has to see to believe some folks say, well i'm just so tired and i'm just going through so much and you know, I'm, you know i god I, I don't know if i can give him much praise you know he understands he understands it's not that god is up there uh, all insecure saying, oh, will you praise me? Will you, oh, my goodness, they don't like me. They're mad at me today. No, he said, this is for you. I'm giving you something that helps you, that when you put on the spirit of praise, then the garment of praise, and the spirit of the, uh, heaviness has got to go. When you put on a celebration and, and thanksgiving and, and worship unto me, the demons move out because the fire of God begins to burn. It helps you more than it helps God, Right? So you understand that you say, well, I'm going to rejoice. I, I may be going through hell, but I'm going to rejoice. I may be perplexed from without, but you know what? I'm going to rejoice from within. I may be being hit from every side, pam, 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 every side, but I'm going to rejoice. I'm not getting a bad attitude. I'm not giving in. The devil's tried to knock me down, but I'm going to rejoice. I say, yes, I'm going to rejoice. Because the Bible teaches me that if I as a man or you as a woman of faith will rejoice in the midst of conflict and in the midst of heartache that you will usher in the mighty move of God's pa- powerful right hand uh, to bring about a change because you change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Oh, let us take responsibility to produce an atmosphere. Uh, that, that ushers in God. And now, let me take it a little further so that it's not just all on one of us. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Okay. You who maybe don't have that serious attack that you're dealing with right now have the responsibility to put on to help put on the praise and, and to act in, 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 in according to God's Word and to change the atmosphere for those around you. See, it's not all about just me and, you know, we are a body. The Bible says if one of us hurts, we all should hurt. If one of us grieves, we all grieve. If one of us rejoice, we all rejoice. We're linked together. Paul says even like the fingers and the toes and the legs and all is connected in the body, so we are the body of Christ. So <clears throat> there may be a brother or sister of yours that, that may be not able to... Usher in a new environment, atmosphere. Maybe they're not able to and they need you. They need you. Maybe they're trying on their own and they need a little encouragement. Do you know what I'm talking about? Somebody needs to say, you know what? I, I, whether I need it or not I see my brothers and sisters are in need and you know what I'm going to rejoice anyhow I'm going to do something I'm going to release my prayer language I'm going I'm to clap my hands I'm going to stomp my feet I'm going I'm to shout my praise I'm going to dance in victory I'm going to help change the, aerot- the territory and the atmosphere and break it open because there's some of my brothers and sisters around me that are in need as well Verse 8 of chapter 8 there says in Acts that there was then great joy in the city. Philip was obedient. They heard the Word of God. They received, received the Word of God. They believed the Word of God. They heeded the Word of God. And because of that... They begin to rejoice and they change the atmosphere, and the city that was now under once was under devastation, it was once under bankruptcy, it was once under a much loss. Now there's great joy in the city, indicating that it wasn't there before. Something had changed in the city. That territory, that atmosphere, that climate had shifted. Because Philip preached the word, they heard the word, received the word, believed the word, heeded the word, acted on the word. They acted on the word. They didn't act on what they felt. They didn't act on what they saw. They acted on the word. The revelation had come to believing hearts and believing hearts had begun to release into the atmosphere by faith the mighty, mighty move of God until demonic powers were broken. I'm telling you, there is more attacks of the enemy I see today on, uh, on the people of God. It just seems like he is targeted, he is trying his best to get people to believe that the, uh, that the church has no power, that the church still doesn't serve a miracle-working God anymore. And I'm here to tell you, we can't miss it. We can't, we gotta get back to the Word. We gotta get back to the Word. Acts 8 and 14 says, when the apostles who were in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God. Let me tell you what. The, the atmosphere that is changed in Samaria is now witnessing to the atmosphere in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is hearing about it. I am praying in the name of Jesus. I am declaring prophetic that there will be mighty moves of God in this territorial breakthrough that even Christian embassy will be a spearhead in leading this that will usher in the supernatural mighty manifest of God in such a way that other cities will begin to hear not about us, but about God and what God is doing in and through the people of faith. Hallelujah. And they were so excited when they heard, what did they do? They sent Peter and John Now Peter represents power. He's a power. He's preaching on the day of Pentecost. Power. And John represents love. So they're sending power and love to them who had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Power and love came because the atmosphere had changed in such a way that the news got out. Did you know that it is scheduled right now that in September this year of the 18th through the 21st that Power and Love is coming to Tidewater, Virginia. Todd White with the Power and Love Ministry is coming to Hampton Roads, Virginia. Peter and John is coming from Jerusalem to Samaria if you could say it that way hallelujah and all of this is taking place just a week plus a few days before Rosh Hashanah and if you know what Rosh Hashanah is it's God's head of the new year it is the trumpet blowing it is the time of next level living it is the time of the heavens opened up and the earth being impacted so much so that one day there will even be a rapture of the church hallelujah I'm telling you, what God has got on our calendar is He's like He knew by which He knows all things, He knew that there would be some Phillips that would be preaching in Hampton Roads the Word of God and there would some people, some people in Hampton Roads like those in Samaria who would believe the Word of God, who would hear the Word of God, who would receive the Word of God, who would heed the Word of God, act on the Word of God so that the Territory could be opened up for a mighty move of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And I want to see this territory opened up and occupied by the power of God. Not the power of the enemy, but the power of God. Where God comes in and says, there's another level. They didn't even know. They didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. They were enjoying what they had. There was another level they didn't even know about. God says, he's got another level for you that you don't even know about. Your eye is not seen and your ear is not heard. It's not even entered into your heart. It's so great, it's so amazing. God's got another level for you. God's got another level for you. Do you hear what I'm saying? And let me tell you what, he's opening up the territory by sending his word. You can trust the Bible. Why do you think he had us teaching on that series? He is sending his word so that you will hear the word. You will believe the word. You will receive the word. You will heed the word. Act on the word. and I'm telling you as you do by faith uh, you change this atmosphere and you're going to see you're going to see the spirit of God is going to move in in a way like we've never known before hallelujah 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 And those doors that have been closed, and those windows that have been closed, and those ministries that have not been functioning with any unction, I'm telling you, are going to be opened up. There's been no good soil, but there's going to be good soil. There's going to be a place where we can go into the next level God has for us because the atmosphere is going to change. We are a part of changing the atmosphere. We are a part of setting the temperature, if I could say it that way, for this atmosphere. And when we do... I believe God is saying, I found a place where my people are believing. I found a place where my people are praying. I found a place where my people are celebrating. I found a place where my people are coming together in agreement with heaven and heaven to invade the earth. A a place where they love the word and they love each other. A place where I can come and show myself mighty on their behalf. Hallelujah. And I believe God says, I'm going to dispatch a fresh anointing. I believe the Spirit of the Lord said, I'm going to dispatch, dispatch a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody right now receive that. He's going to dispatch a fresh anointing. He's going to dispatch an apostolic and prophetic ministry into this territory, into your territory, and he's going to. you will receive His Word. He's wanting to take you to another level. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I receive that as well. I receive that as well. A place where the next level it says the people that were bound got free, the people who were burdened were delivered, the people that were lame were now walking, the people who were dumb were now talking, the miracles were being manifested. It was so easy. Those that never walked are now walking through the streets and running and jumping and dancing and praising God. They've never seen anything like this. Hampton Roads needs to see this as well. For God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's time that you and I, the people of faith, usher in the move of God by changing the atmosphere and breaking through into this territory so that God can bring next level ministry here. We need a power encounter. We need a power encounter. Come on now. We've occupied a certain territory, but it's time for us to push the walls a little further. It's time for us to. God said, There's more. There's more. There's more. Somebody needs to hear that. There's more. You say, Well, this is as good as it gets. God said, Oh, no. You're just starting. It's it more. There's more. Hallelujah. So there was great joy in the city. Let me tell you why that it becomes easier for the people of God in that city to receive what God had because there were those who heard the Word, believed the Word, received the Word, heeded the Word, acted on the Word. Hallelujah. And there became just a greater desire for people to serve God. A want to rose up in them. People who would come in that atmosphere of celebration and faith and unity. And you know what? The folks you never thought would get saved are running past those that have been saved for 15 years and being used for the mighty encounters of God. Folks you thought would never lift a hand to God is leading from the stages and they're leading in praise and worship. And you're like, what a minute, I didn't even know they could sing. You know what? There's going to be a shift because of an atmosphere that turns loose the Spirit of God in a mighty way stop being satisfied with that little territory, that little backyard the devil assigned you to. You know, some townhouses, uh, we love real estate, and we went to buy some uh, investments before, and we walked in a little townhouse, and we walked out of the backyard, and we walked out of the backyard. It was like, that's it. It was like, where's the yard? There's Oh, my goodness. Can you get get a chair in here, you know? And we leave that place. We leave that place. I'm telling you, you got to stop getting satisfied with the little backyard the devil assigned you to, that little square that he blinded you to, because God's got more. God's got pastures for you. Hallelujah. The power of God wants to invade the earth. Do you hear me? I said the power of God wants to invade the earth. And until the power of the enemy is broken, until the power of the enemy is destroyed, until demonic influences don't have power anymore, Until this world, this earth has the glory of the Lord covering it like the waters cover the sea. Praise God. I say in the name of Jesus, let it be. I say in the name of Jesus, let this be a headquarters. You know, everything has a headquarters. KFC has a headquarters. They're all over the world, but you got a headquarters. McDonald's, all over the world, but they have a headquarters, right? Some place that they're pushed out from. Here in Acts, we see Jerusalem was a headquarters. It's where all this was being pushed. You know, Philip even went from Jerusalem, went to Samaria. Peter and John, they went from Jerusalem, following up with Philip there. It was a place of power, a place that, 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 that God's uh, anointing was being pushed out from. Reinforcements were coming from Jerusalem. And, and later on, you see Jerusalem... Uh, was sent unto Antioch, and, and then Antioch becomes a headquarters. And I, you see, Paul and Barnabas are sent out from Antioch. You know, God is always establishing beachheads and establishing headquarters. I hear in my spirit that God is calling us here at Christian Embassy for this region here in Hampton Roads, that Hampton Roads is a beachhead, that Hampton Roads is to be a, 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 a headquarters for the pushing out of the anointing and the Spirit and the the supernatural manifest of God's will on, on this earth. Oh, that people are going to be drawn here because of the supernatural headquarters that we are, a place where the power of God is in overflow capacity, where there's more than enough, always more than enough, to go around, hallelujah, and people are impacted in such powerful ways. See, people plan all year to go to Disney World because it's headquarters for Mickey Mouse, right? Folks this summer have been down, go to Disney World, because there's headquarters for Mickey Mouse. People go to Vegas. They they go to the Grand Canyon, and uh, they make plans to go to a place of preeminence that it's known for. See, people don't go to Arizona just to go to Arizona. They go to see the Grand Canyon, right? If it wasn't for the Grand Canyon, I don't know that anybody would go there. I don't know if anybody would go to Nevada unless you know Las Vegas was there, you know, with its shows and casinos and restaurants and lights and all that stuff. Other than that, it's just a desert, right? People go to where there's preeminence. People don't go to Orlando just to walk around on a hot hot pavement, parking lot, you know. I guarantee you. If there were no roller coasters and cotton candy and Mickey Mouse and all that stuff, they definitely wouldn't be spending all that money to go walk on a hot pavement of down in Orlando, Florida. Now, now, can I tell you something? I feel this in my spirit so, so real that before it's all over and I believe it's happening to a certain degree right now even as I'm speaking that God is raising up this territory. He is raising it up until all year long people are going to start making plans to come hampton roads they're gonna be making plans to come to this territory and they're gonna come here and they're gonna say something happens when i go to that place when i get to that region there's a mighty move of god the miracles like i've never seen before happen and i believe god is calling us at christian embassy to be a part of the church of the lord jesus christ that at this gateway that he has so placed us in that we will do our part hallelujah We have to take responsibility for our territory. That's why God didn't send us to another region. He sent us here. That's why we're living here at this time. He has planted us here. And and I believe that he believes that that we're the ones that he's going to be able to use to open up this region, to open up this territory. We're not going to sit here and just gawk and say, oh, look at the move of God in Korea. Thank God that territory is opened up. Mighty things from God are happening in Korea and we're not going to just sit here and say look at what we've sent missionaries to China look what God is doing in China thank God there's some territories that are opening up in China and in Africa and other parts of the world but we're not just to be a sending station we are also to be a equipping center and we're also to be a region that pushes pushes the boundaries back of hell and lets heaven do a little more work uh, here in and through us. That we don't just go through the motions of an Americanized church uh, and say, know what, God is calling us to be part of a global ministry, one where heaven truly flows in and through this territory. Hallelujah. That's, my, that's why praise is so important. That's why prayers are so important. That's why participation is so important. We have a responsibility. Philip preached, but the people heard the word. The people believed the word. The people received the word. The people Heeded the word. The people begin to act on the word. And then news gets out and says, okay, Father, you can send your Holy Spirit here now for a whole other level of power because they are ready. The climate, the territory, the environment, the atmosphere has been changed. And here comes the Holy Spirit for a whole other level of ministry and power in and through their lives. I don't know about you, but I I desire to be a part of the move of God. I desire to give myself for this move of God. I, I, I desire to invest my finances for this move of God. I desire to invest my talents, my gifts for this move of God. When they contacted me and said, you know, power and love was coming. And they said, we've been listening to your preaching on Christian Embassy website And as we've been listening to this, we've been looking, we've been asking, we've been praying, we've been interceding. Where can we send the folks who come to this power and love encounter, who see a mighty move of God, hear about an all-powerful God, believe in a healing God, where can we send them so that it doesn't get doused, that the fire doesn't get doused? And they said, Dr. Lambert, You got it. Your church folks there, y'all got it. Will you be a sending center? Will you be a place where we can tell them if it's hundreds, if it's thousands, if it's hundreds of thousands, that we can tell them that you go to Christian Embassy and you're going to get more of what you got here at this Power and Love Conference. You're going to get more of the teaching on the healing power and the delivering power and the anointing power of God. Will you let us send them to you? And will you have your people ready, ready for a mighty uh, inpouring, an outpouring of heaven, but an inpouring and an inflow of folks coming in? Church, we got to get ready. September is right around the corner and the lord has been moving in my spirit in such a powerful way that we got to get ready we got to change the atmosphere we got to uh, we got to come against the environment of coldness and the environment of passivity and the environment of doing it the same old way because that's just how we do it no we got to get rid of sacred cows uh, we got to get rid of uh, uh, the little backyard uh, that we've been living in uh, we got to tear that rotten fence down we've been propping it up uh, we've been tying it up with it, uh, uh, bungee cords. Uh, we've done everything we can to keep it together and God says, I've sent a storm to get rid of it uh, and I sent the wind to get rid of it and I sent a flood to get rid of it. Why in the world are you still patching up that little old uh, brokeny down little fence for your backyard? I've got so much more for you. I've got so much more for you. And there's somebody I'm speaking to right now and it's resonating within your spirit, man. And you said, yes, this is what I'm created for. Yes, I'm called by God to get in the ring and to fight the forces of hell I'm a fighter there's a fighter in me and I'm coming against every lie of the devil and I'm coming against every stronghold and I'm coming against every uh, uh, work of the enemy with the word of God with the spirit of God with the blood of the lamb uh, with the name that is above every name the name of Jesus uh, and I come against the devil and I'm not going to let him take my territory I'm not going to let him take my life. I'm not going to give it up. I'm not giving my children and my grandchildren and future folks that will be born. No! I'm claiming it for the Lord. Here am I. Here am I. Hallelujah. They heard the word, received the word, believed the word, heeded the word, act on the word and the word acted on them. And so much, in such a way, they're being delivered. In such a way, they're being healed. In such a way that supernatural miracles are manifesting because the atmosphere had been changed. They broke through the territory. Territorial breakthrough with the Word. Then came the Spirit. Then came the Spirit. Oh, tonight, if you'll receive the word. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not ashamed to say, I'm standing in Philip's shoes. I'm preaching the word. I'm preaching the word. You're the people in Samaria. You can hear the word, but you've got to believe the word. You've got to receive the word. You've got to heed the word. You've got to act on the word. And let me tell you what. Demons start running. Because they can't handle the fire of the Holy Ghost. They can't handle the fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh, that we would begin to be a people that would worship God and praise God and sing in the Spirit and worship God and, de- and declare unto Him of that which is rightfully His and change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Change the environment. Change the environment. Would you stand with me, please? Hallelujah.